Hi everyone, and welcome to Bob's Burgers Reheated, where we rewatch and rehash episodes of our favorite family, the Belchers. I'm Sydney, and I'm Erin. And today we'll be breaking down season three, episode twenty-two, titled "Carpe Museum," which first aired on May fifth, twenty thirteen. Ooh, this is such a good one. Carpe Museum, such a good one. Like Carpe Diem, yeah. Which season is why day. we titled it Season, season day. day, yeah. So good. I love it. Yay. All right, Aaron, what's the Hulu uh, overview? All right. So, while acting as a parent chaperone on the school's trip to the museum, Bob has a father-daughter bonding moment with Louise. Meanwhile, Gene and his friends are on a hunt to find exhibits that feature the female anatomy. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But boy. also inaccurate because I don't think... Who Gene gets paired up with was his friends previous to now. No, I think this you know? is kind of one of the first times they hang out. So a little misleading, I yeah. think, on Gene and friends. Yeah. But anyway, we'll get there. They're now friends. So <laughs> They're, say, yeah. But they may be friends after this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> For sure friends after this. Anyway, all right. So building next door mm-hmm. is Sit and Spin Pottery. Aww, <laughs> which I love is, it. Funny because you have to sit there in a on a wheel that spins mm-hmm. the pottery, so that's yeah. fun. But it's also um, a play on the insult slash toy sit and spin, and it's kind of like you know, go pound sand or uh, like go okay. do something like that. Go sit and spin, you know, like go oh. sit and spin your wheels or whatever. Never heard of that. Yeah. One. Um, and then there's a secondary sign on the shop. That is a vase shape, and it has open in oh, the middle. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's like very that. cute. It's very cute. All right, and then the van is rodent to perdition, pest mm-hmm. control. Uh, there's no graphic. Uh, the font style is the film title of Road to Perdition. Right. Yep, so. it kind of looks like what the film yeah. title does. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have not seen Road to Perdition, but nope. fun play on words. I like it. <laughs> All right, and who are our main characters in this episode? Yes. Besides the Belcher. I was going to say the Belcher. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've got Mr. Frond, Andy and Ollie, Tammy, Jimmy Jr., Zeke, Morton, Teddy. All right. We've got everybody. We got a lot of people. And like alt, like most of the other kids at school. (laughs) You know, like background kids. Yeah. So that's exciting. And we get some new characters yes we get rudolph stiebolitz stiebolitz <laughs> aka regular size rudy yay oh my gosh i he love regular an size rudy. epic side character so good. and that's why this episode is so yeah. awesome awesome it. awesome we also hear mm-hmm. slash partially see pocket-sized Rudy. Pocket-sized. <laughs> and we also have yet another character that pops up from time to time. Exactly. We have Henry Haber. Yay. Voiced by Jim Gaffigan. Yay. Who we've seen in person. <gasps> it was so good. It, it was, was so fun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We love Jim Gaffigan. He's so funny. He's hilarious. And he's funny in this episode. Yeah, so we have that to look forward to. Woohoo! Yay! All right. And Sid, do we have any burgers of the day? We got one. All right. We have so many fennel, so little time burger. <laughs> Comes with lots of fennel. No time. No time. <laughs> Not even a little time. Just none whatsoever. So little time. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the play on so many blank, so little time. Right. So, so whatever you say. So many ice cream cones, so, so little, little time. time. Right. So much fudge, so little time. Can you All tell we're our, hungry? We're hungry. We're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> we just love our dessert. So many bags of chips. 
that so little, little time. time. <laughs> so many shops, so little time. So good. Yeah. All so right. Good. All right. Here we get into the episode. And it opens with Linda in the kitchen drinking coffee mm-hmm. and saying, oh my gosh, you look adorable. You're, yeah. And you're all ready for the big field trip to the museum. So of course we think she's talking to the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out she's talking to Bob. Of course. Yes. And he's wearing... A new thing, and it's like a yellow safety vest. Yeah. Yay. Um, It turns out he has been volunteered. (laughs) Yeah. He didn't volunteer. (laughs) He's been voluntold Uh to be the parent chaperone on the class field trip to the museum. Yeah. I also have one of my favorite quotes right off the bat. Nice. (laughs) So we'll get back to that. Um, Louise is sitting at the table, too, um, with her lunch bag, and she's listening to Bob and Linda kind of go back and forth. Um, so Bob says, so how did you survive eight years stuck with Mr. Frond and Linda's wine thermos? thermos. (laughs) And Louise says, get a cyanide thermos since you're going to want to kill yourself. Field trips are so dumb. Okay. Here's the thing. They go to a, what looks like, we'll get there, Mm -hmm. but it looks to be a pretty cool museum. Yes. Yes. I went to a fish hatchery. Oh. And an ostrich farm. Did I go? No. I wasn't there? No. When was this? This was in third grade. Not fair. A so fish the, hatchery? That fish... sounds kind of cool. You're like, nah. nah. No. <laughs> on, the plus, on the flip side, some of the cool ones that we did do, we did get to go to an air and space museum. Oh, uh, what? You did all the cool stuff before I, uh-huh. I entered the picture. Yeah. Stinks. <laughs> Stinks. And we did go to... Um, yeah, I think the Air Museum kind of really... Oh, we did go yeah. to our state capitol. Missed that one, that one too. That fun. Fudge. So, yeah. Ugh. But yeah, so I would have loved to have gone to a museum. Yeah. Quite honestly. Of the stature. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good. Louise isn't into it. No. But... Um, yeah, so Bob kind of agrees and says, you know, when he was a kid, he remembers going on a field trip to a zoo. Okay, and and- I'd go to that. <laughs> right. I'd go to that now. I don't know. I'm kind of over zoos. Like, I haven't uh. gone to a zoo in a while. I think, so I hadn't been to a zoo, and then I was like, I've never been to a zoo. And I told that to everyone, and then everyone was like, let's go to the zoo. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, it's fun for your first, like, five zoos, but <laughs> once you've seen one zoo, once you've seen one really good zoo... You've seen all the mediocre zoos. Yeah, I've yeah. been to I've been to one kind of local zoo, but I yeah. did get to go to the National Zoo in Washington D.C. <gasps> oh, okay, so that, so that might one, be like a pretty epic zoo to go to. That one, I would say, if you're gonna go to any zoo and yeah. you can go to Washington, I yeah. go to that one. Right, they got pandas. Oh, pandas. Yeah, I actually saw. Well, I saw pandas in Japan. So. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to the next. Never mind. (laughs) Yeah, so Bob says when he was a kid, he remembers his, like, field trip was going to the zoo, and him and his friend snuck off to go uh, smoke cigarettes with the zebras. (laughs) Half a cigarette. Or, cigarette. Cigarette. (laughs) Half half smoked. I mean, I didn't smoke. (laughs) Yeah. So he's trying to get out of it. (laughs) Bob says he snuck with Warren Fitzgerald. Uh Uh-huh. Well, half a cigarette. He didn't actually smoke. He didn't actually smoke. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm thinking, well, did he pick up, like, butts 
and smoke the butt. Like, how do you smoke half a cigarette? Maybe Warren had. Oh, maybe Warren brought the cigarettes the to the one table. cigarette. Right. Like, he was able to sneak out of somebody's pack, mm. is my guess. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So then Gene comes in and also grabs his lunch. Tina follows him. Yeah. And it sounds like they go to this museum every year. Yes, but Tina and Gene both like it. Yeah. Yeah. So... Sands, Gene is a fan of Sands <laughs> from Exotic Lands. Yeah, he had sand in his crack last year when he got home, and it was hands-on learning for his butt. Oh, boy. <laughs> I love that. Um, Louise says, yuck, I'm already bored. So they get to Wagstaff later that morning. Mm-hmm. There's three buses lined up outside, and the school... So it was like the whole school going then? It seems like that. Also, like Louise, Tina, and Jean, they're all in different grades, right? So that's kind of what I was thinking. I was thinking maybe it's a whole. It's like a school, field. yeah, school wide field trip because Both. really it would just be your class going on right. a trip. So maybe it is, cause... or maybe it's like a like in middle school for us or junior high we had like a seventh and eighth grade trip. That's true, and then the sixth graders went somewhere else. Right. So, so maybe, maybe it's, it's something like, like that. that. Yeah, where the sixth, seventh, and eighth be graders a do something. Ton more kids. Than exactly. What we see. So there has so. to at least be like three grades, and maybe that's why there's three buses. Yeah. So each grade, each grade. Yeah. Maybe there's sense. three grades going. But yeah. So, yeah. so Mr. Frond is hanging the buddy board with his <laughs> randomly assigned buddies. Which is an immediate disaster. The Pesto twins <laughs> instantly have a meltdown They're when they realize screaming. that they are not together. They're screaming. And Mr. Franz like, oh, wait, look at that. Wait, wait. <laughs> Oh, no. I oh, might, <laughs> No, like Mr. Franz saying, wait. Oh, no. Look, look at, at that. The... You guys are randomly paired together. Yay. Wow. And they, they hug and they're like, okay, we're together. <laughs> but it was very dramatic. It was. It was. <laughs> like, just lose it. It was crazy. Gene uh, gets Zeke. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And honestly, this pairing, I was so excited about yeah. it. I don't know why, but I was just like, yes. Why haven't we seen more of Zeke and Gene together? Yeah. So immediately... Zeke is like, I got a genie in a bottle. Hey, if I rub you, will you give me a wish? So Gene's like kind of turned off by that. Yeah. Not like turned off, but he's just like, what? What's happening? Like this is a lot of energy coming at me. Really Which is fast. funny because Gene is usually he a, lot a lot of, of energy. energy. Right, exactly. Uh huh. But Zeke is excited because they're going to go look for boobs. They're go going on a booby booby bender. Booby bender. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. Oh my gosh. And Gene, he's like so straight faced as Zeke's telling him all about like the boob checklist and yeah. all that. But then he's like, he's super excited about it. He's, he's like, okay, like, all right, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. And Zeke's like kind of poking his boobs and all this <laughs> stuff. So they're excited. So then Louise says that, she says, Rudy Stieblitz. Yeah, Stieblitz, yeah. Stieblitz. I keep saying his name wrong. <laughs> and she said, is that regular size Rudy or pocket size Rudy? And yeah. he comes up and says, regular size Rudy. And she's right. like, oh, thank God. And we hear Ru- pocket size Rudy go, hey. And yeah, like his we hand see a comes little off. hand. <laughs> like, hey. Hey. <laughs> she's like, geez, you need to wear a belt. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ridiculous. That they even name these kids, like, you know. regular size Rudy and pocket And that Rudy himself would come up and be like, regular size Rudy, <laughs> like, reporting <laughs> for duty. <laughs> Didn't even try, folks. <laughs> so just a note, yeah. um, Rudy's voice in this episode is super different from what we hear later, later on. on. Okay. It is the same person. It's just different. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
It's kind of like, I feel like there's another character that changed a little changed, bit. Changed, but like it was still the same person. Hmm. Okay. So they're just doing a little yeah. something different just, with their voice. Yeah. So Louise and Rudy um, get on the bus. Mm-hmm. Tina checks her buddy list. She gets Henry Haber, oh. who she thinks is a school weirdo. Yeah. And Henry's like, great, I got Tina Belcher. She's the dorkiest girl in school. And it's kind of funny because they're both talking to like people who aren't <laughs> listening to them. <laughs> so this whole episode, we kind of get like parallels of them both doing the thing that the other one is annoyed with the other yes. one about. So it's like, well, guys, look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. <laughs> right. Look in the mirror. <laughs> to both of them. So it's quite fun that we'll be following them along. They're it. another, like, un like suspecting pair that yeah. is hilarious and funny. I love them together, And since actually. we haven't met Henry before, we're kind of introducing yeah, yeah just more, more kids from school that we get to know, which so is good. great. Um, so they decide that they're going to work and make one another look cool on the trip. Right. Like, so Tina thinks gonna she's going to cool make factor. Henry cooler and Henry thinks she's, he's going to make her look cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they say, this will be fun. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, okay. Okay, let's get into it. So now we're at the restaurant. Yeah. Um, Mort and Teddy are chatting with Linda about, you know, like how Bob was the volunteer. And yep. Linda's kind of like missing it and everything. She's yeah, sad. she's bummed out. But Teddy says, the thing is, he's still here. Bob's still here in the restaurant. Don't you see? He's me. He's you. He's that spatula. <laughs> sure, it's a crappy restaurant. People walk right by, never taking notice. The floor is always sticky. But it's home for a lot of folks. Okay. I'm getting choked up here. <laughs> and this whole time, Linda's like, wait, what? Sticky? What? She's like, no no one notices? Like, what? he said all these offensive things. Um, but she just feels like Bob chaperoning means, means the kids won't need her anymore. Yeah. And Bob gets to play Mama Bird, singing the songs on the bus, holding hands. And so she is really sad to not be there. But then Teddy's like, Linda, go, te- go, Linda. Go to them. Go to them. Go to the museum. And basically, like, hauls more out of the restaurant. He's, He's like, I've got fries coming. He's like, like I'm like, no. He's like, just picks him up, basically, and hauls him out. Yeah, he's like, Linda, lock the door. We're leaving. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what's happening. Oh, Linda, go and God. never look back. It's so good. She's oh. like, oh, I'm going, I'm going. And during this scene is mm-hmm. the scene that we see the burger of the day. The, and that's it. The fennel, right? Yeah. The fennel in the no time. Um, but this is a fun note. All the burgers up until now have been five fifty, oh. But today... The burger is five ninety five. Wow, we've had a price, price hike. Price, price hike, <laughs> so good. So okay. yeah, I may mean, think from now on they're five ninety five. They are five ninety five. Yes, good. So, no, yeah, okay. very fun. Um, so back on the bus to the museum, everybody's sitting. So we've got a full bus, right? Um, in the front though, we've got Andy and Ali on the left, Mister Frond and Bob on the right. Okay. Um, behind them, we've got a boy, girl, kid, and kid who we don't know. Behind them, though, is Gene and Zeke. Okay. And across from Gene and Zeke is Jimmy Jr. and someone that we can't see. Okay. So we know Jimmy Jr. is here, but we don't really get much from him. Yeah. Um, and then we've got another row of kids that we don't know. And then behind them is Louise and Rudy. And then across is Henry and Tina. So the bus is kind of set up 
where multiple grades are on the same bus. But, but I love how all three of the Belchers ended up on the same yes, bus. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yep, and it's Bob with Bob and Mr. Franz, so that's okay. good. Yep. So on the bus, uh, Henry is drawing robots for his next graphic novel. Yeah. Um, Tina thinks this is odd, but she does have an idea for new erotic friend fiction. Yeah, that gives her an idea. Robots. Robots. Oh, robots. I love it. I love it. So as we're driving along, the bus hits something on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, Rudy's backpack just kind of clangs. Yeah. It's like a crashing noise. (laughs) And Louise is like, you know what's going on there? And he said that he carries symbols because you never know when someone's going to want to jam. Yeah. And then Louise gets an idea and she's like. Back me up on those. Yeah. Back me up. So she stands up. She goes, hey, Mr. Frond, why'd the chicken cross the road? Mr. Frond says, I don't know, Louise. Why? Louise says, so he would be in a different school district where there's a different guidance counselor. But I'm. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> she's excited and bob immediately says louise don't say that here <laughs> so, it's okay to say it at home but not Way in front of mr frond and all the rest of the kids and says we goes it's fine i'm out of material anyway <laughs> so so they can move on <laughs> um so when they get to the museum there is a giant blow-up rat yeah and there's like a bunch of people walking around with signs. We see like crowd shout, or we hear crowd shouting yeah. and things like that, but we don't really know. But as we get closer, we can see that there's like a strike going on. Yep. There's picketers. Yep, there is a picket group outside. Bob mm-hmm. says it's good Linda isn't there because she loves chanting. Right. Yeah, at first the kids are like, why? Because she likes protesting. But no, it's truly she the fact that she chanting. loves chanting. Yes. So then we get the museum director, Madeline Greenberg, Ooh. who we forgot to mention at the top. Oh, Sorry. yeah. My She's bad. a new character, but we don't Our really bad. see her again. So let's just forget about it. Okay. <laughs> but we do get her name, so we'll say it here. Mm-hmm. Shout mm-hmm. out to Madeline Greenberg. Madeline, um, yeah. She says that the the UFMWD is on strike. Yeah. Um, and Jean says, I've had problems with that. Drink some cranberry juice. Yeah. <laughs> and then that actually leads into one of my favorite quotes um, oh, nice. as well. Nice. Um, so then the group heads in. But that group, do you say who it stands for? No. I oh, do okay. Who okay. do they stand for? It does stand for United Federation of Museum Workers and Docents. Okay. Yes. That's a so, big name. Yeah, they're on strike. So now the group heads in, um, and they see a giant picture, like painting. It's like a mural. It's like yeah. a mural. Thank yep. you. I'm like yep. a wall painting. <laughs> a wall painting. A, there's a name for that. <laughs> yeah. um, of a plesiosaurus. Yes, there, it has it's a bunch like of dinosaurs half in there. of it. There's like a big volcano, and mm-hmm. then there's like dinosaurs running one direction, and then horses and buffalo and like more now animals, I okay. guess. <laughs> <laughs> there's old animals, and then there's like newer current animals. Yeah. Um, and Tina, you know, he's like, "Oh, a plesiosaurus!" Right? He's like super excited, and Tina's like. Maybe you should just find a different animal, like a horse or a miniature horse. Right. Like, so we're those gonna... are the two animals he can like. Well, and it was funny because in that moment, I think Tina looked up at the mural and she goes, oh, horses. And at the same time, Henry goes, please, you saurus. <laughs> and then they look at each other. And Tina, throughout this episode, kind of irks me a little bit because she's always 
judging Henry. Come on, Tina. Everybody can like different stuff. Exactly. Like, yeah. you have to like the same thing. So I think there's there's a little bit of conflict going mm-hmm. on, which is good for the episode, but I'm really not liking the color that it's taking on Tina because she usually she's very caring and understanding and that, And she likes stuff. her stuff and yeah. she doesn't really care. But, but she's but, not yeah. really giving that grace to Henry Haber. Tina, <laughs> Tina, Tina. Of course, we also have to remember she's a 13-year-old girl. So. And, oh, yeah, and she's kind of using this voice. Would you say it's like a condescending voice or like a... I don't know what you mean, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, like, Henry, mm-hmm. haven't we talked about dinosaurs before? And it's like, it's so obnoxious. It's like he's a three-year-old. Yeah, yeah yes. No, totally. Yes. I did make a note of that, too, because yeah. I think they both start doing it to each other. Oh, do you, I didn't on. hear it as much from Henry. I think... I don't know. He's. I'm sure he's doing something of the yeah. same. But yeah, I can hear it more from Tina. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> then as they're walking, Mr. Fran reminds them that they all need to stick with their buddy. They mm-hmm. don't want to be a missing Marvin or a walkaway Wendy. Right. And he's already kind of scolded Bob and asked, like, are you going to uphold the standards that Linda has so like nicely kept all these eight years <laughs> bob's just like sure it's big shoes to fill <laughs> yeah he's like yeah whatever <laughs> so then as they're standing in i'm gonna say like the lobby right sure. yeah because like when they were walking in that could be like the ticket area or yeah, something something mm-hmm. yeah like whatever you call that museum front part and then yeah. they're like in the lobby headed into more of like the main the area exhibit Thank area you. yeah um yeah. louise notices a door yes that says amazon room oh my gosh and we didn't even mention there's so, a poster outside yes yeah. so outside before they um get into the museum louise has noticed yeah there's this big there's a long poster outside that says amazon room new or coming soon yeah. or something and then it says four stories high so that's kind of caught her attention she goes oh maybe this day isn't be gonna fine. be so bad yeah. but then madeline outside quickly corrects her and says oh the strike has slowed us down there after like, she's we, just reassured open. them that nothing is gonna change because of the strike yeah you know they did get slowed down on the amazon so, so that's not open yep. right and right. of course you know that cheeses louise off mm-hmm. um but so when we when she sees the Amazon room, there is like a a rope, a rope. Yeah, okay, off. it's roped off, and it says closed. Okay, <laughs> again, but that's no match for Louise. No. So basically, Louise is able to get Rudy to go into the Amazon room. Yeah, she talks him into it, and they go behind the curtain, mm-hmm. and they get to see this wonderfully cool. It's Amazon really cool, room. actually. Yes. It is. They have like jungle noises, and, and it truly is four stories tall. It yeah, looks like. it's super tall. Yeah, it kind of opens up into this big, expansive room. That yeah, there's yeah. plants and trees, and it's awesome. It's so cool. Vines and jungly, and <laughs> and but, the noises too like i noticed there's oh, like God. birds yeah, and, yeah like, it's all sorts of stuff yeah it's so fun so as they're walking you know rudy's got those symbols in his backpack and so yes. they're kind of jingling mm-hmm. and she's like dude you need to ditch the backpack oh, so no. instead of just like taking it off and putting it like behind a bush or something right. he takes it off and like flings it trucks it into just like <laughs> oblivion and then it makes this big crashing sound and so the whole thing is they do have to be quiet because they're sneaking around. They can't be in there. So, right. of course, this is going to attract, like, museum security. That's my fear. Because even oh Louise is like, gosh. no, don't. Like, what are you doing? Um, so then they 
Yeah. Nobody comes for them. So then they head off <laughs> yeah. underneath the ropes to just touch all the stuff. Yeah. They're ready. <laughs> They're off the trail. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. So back into the main exhibit. Yes. That's what we'll do. We'll do Amazon room main exhibit. Or main we'll class. Because yeah. like the main class is like still moving through the museum but okay. yeah rudy and louise are off, off by now. themselves yes the walk away wendy and missing marvin <laughs> took off yeah um so bob helps andy so as we're back at the <laughs> class the, yeah um uh, andy needs to blow his nose and yep. so bob's helping him with a tissue uh-huh. and then ollie's like oh i need to blow mine too and then just like starts blowing it on bob's vest which uh, is absolutely disgusting disgusting i was impressed that bob had a kleenex so good, good on Bob. I'm, you know? I'm pretty sure, you know what, I bet you anything that Linda stuck one in his pocket. Yeah, maybe she had the vest before him and she had it all stocked up. Yep. But she <laughs> was like, you have to have all of this. Right. Yeah, exactly. So Mr. Frond, in that moment, like right then, he asked Bob to do a head count while he's dealing with Andy and Ollie, like blowing snot on him. <laughs> so he like pushes the twins away and he's counting He's like, everybody. I'm going to push you away right now. And Ollie's like, okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> so Bob does the count and he realizes that there's a couple of kids missing. I of course, it's Louise. I absolutely love that it took him counting and like not, I don't know, her hat. Right. Doesn't like, like hello. You're like, you don't see a pink rabbit hat. You know she's missing. Yeah. Like, I love, but he still did a count anyway. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then Frondi's like, we're good. We're good. And Bob says, of course, but he needs to, I have go. to go back for something. I have to go back there. Uh, I'll be back. <laughs> so then he walks back into the lobby, mm-hmm. sees the Amazon room. And is just like, of course. Of course. <laughs> like there couldn't be any clearer place that Louise is gone is the closed Amazon room. <laughs> so he goes in there and. And this leads to one of my favorite quotes, so I'll leave it yeah. for later. But yes. he does see them he because her them. hat. Okay, yeah, her hat is sticking out <laughs> of like, it's it's funny because like the plant, it kind of mimics yeah. her bunny ears. But you can see it's pink They're and pink. green. Yeah. <laughs> so Bob says, all right, come on out. Let's go. Yep. And whatever. So they do come out. But- um, and Rudy introduces himself. As regular size Rudy again. And Bob is just like, wait, they call you that? Like, He's what? like, why? And why do they call you regular size Rudy? He's like, well, just look at me. Just look at me. <laughs> He's like, well, okay, yeah. He's pretty regular sure, size. Okay. Um, oh so then, gosh. yeah, he tries to lead them out of the room. But um, mm-hmm. they end up having to hide because there's a museum guard that comes through who hates nature, apparently. Yes. Not a fan. Ew, plants. <laughs> just not a fan. It's just so funny. So then oh we gosh. go to outside of the museum. Yes. Linda is walking up to the protesters. Yeah. Um, oh, what's going to happen? Uh-huh. She's not She's not super impressed with their chance. Right. Um, well, they approached her. They kind of stopped her and they said, yeah. we're picketing for this reason. Like one of the guys stopped and then they do a chant and she goes, oh, that's so sad. It's oh, okay. That's, like she's oof. not. She thinks it's okay. <laughs> right. Um, so then she, they ask her, you know, could you help us? And right. Then she's just she like. She jumps mm. in immediately. So then we get, give us more money, damn it, or we'll shave the woolly mammoth. Yeah. Which is so good. It's so good. <laughs> give us longer breaks for snacks or we'll burn the artifacts. <laughs> oh my God. I would be so She's scared. She's like getting really violent. Oh yeah, no, but I mean, it's it's like, how did you come up with the museum themed punt? Like, right, I, so quickly, so it's quickly. crazy. 
So the very first time I heard the woolly mammoth chant, I thought yeah. she said, we'll shake the woolly mammoth. And I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking, what does that got you to do anything? But then yeah. I finally, this actually, the time I watched it for this, I was like, oh, oh shave. shave. Okay. That <laughs> yeah, makes that way makes, more sense. That makes a lot more sense. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. So all the strikers tell Linda that she's really good at this. Yes, she is. And she can't leave now because they need her. And her Aww. interest is very peaked. <laughs> she is very excited about yes, this. Yes, yes. So back in the main, uh, I guess, exhibit, Yep. the kids are at the caveman section. Oh, um, yeah. Mr. Frond and Madeline have a little flirt going on a they little do. bit. They do. Like, kind of out of nowhere. They do, yes. Um, they're... <laughs> He says, nice. Also, if you ignore history, you're doomed to repeat it. And if you touch history, you will be suspended for six days. Oh, geez. And so that like kind of starts their flirt because then Madeline's like, oh, yes. And when you get to the pioneering exhibit, learn, but don't churn. <laughs> so they kind of go back and forth with their like, don't touch anything puns. Yeah. But it's like... Yeah, they're getting can... a little flirt. Oh, and then Frond asks, "Is there a Mister Museum in the picture?" And, and it's there like, isn't. it's hilarious. It's like his name wouldn't be Mister Museum. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "No, there's not." Yeah. So then we find out that Zeke's cousin made a list of boobies, and Ooh. I'm wondering, is this Leslie? Maybe. Or is this a different cousin? I like to think that it's Leslie. It's Leslie. <laughs> From yeah, that our would be previous so episode. Yes. Yes. Our little exactly. Ryman cousin. He uh-huh. uh, he made this list. Yes. Yes. Um and <laughs> So Zeke is checking them off as they go. Yeah. And Gene wants to, he's like, oh, did you get that from the gift shop? But he's like, no. <laughs> yeah. They just hand out booby checklists in the gift shop. Gene. It's so funny. So the checklist includes Viking boobs, Eskimo boobs, East T- Timor boobs. I don't know what Timor is. <laughs> Micronesia boobs. Samoan boobs and Egyptian boobs. Wow. Yeah. This place has a lot of exhibits. Yeah, a lot of boobs. <laughs> a lot of boobs. Um, so Tina's trying to impress Henry, um, saying, you know, she says hi to Jimmy Jr. because he's like the most popular boy. Right. In we the can class. see like Jimmy Jr. and Zeke like high fiving over the booby checklist yep. from afar. And Tina's like, ooh, hi, Jimmy Jr. And, you know, Jimmy says hi, hi back to he Tina. He says hi, Tina. Yeah, hi, Tina. And then Henry's like, oh, I can do that too. He's so like, Henry- I also know Jimmy. Yeah, and he's like, hi, Jimmy. Hey, Harvey. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, no. How embarrassing, Henry. Oh, gosh. But then he tries to play it off. He's like, oh, yeah, it's a cool joke. Like, He yeah. always has my name wrong. He always gets my name wrong. <laughs> oh, my so- gosh. So back in the Amazon. Bob, Louise, and Rudy um, come out of hiding from mm-hmm. the security guard, and Bob wants to go straight back. But of course, Louise tries to talk him into staying since they already hid from the guard and they could go into the stilt hut that's yeah. literally right there. And you can just see right it right there. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Stilt hut looks fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we are back at the main exhibit. Tina's yep. trying, like, Henry keeps talking about dinosaurs. Yeah. And she's trying to get him to stop. And then this is when they kind of both start talking to each other like they're both little kids. Yes. She's like, Henry, yeah. I thought we talked about the dinosaur. Yeah. And he was like, well, I thought we 
right they're going back and forth right and gene and zeke also have um a little go around with the cave people exhibit Mm -hmm. so everybody's covered up with their like fur loincloths and things like that or all mannequins i should say but gene goes well nothing to check out here they all have hair covering their boobs and zeke goes like a stupid fashion magazine right (laughs) (laughs) but not so fast And then it's like magic. Zeke looks at his watch. He counts down three, two, one. And all of a sudden the vent underneath one of the like female cave people's like mannequins turns on and it blows her fur top up and they I get cannot the believe no one's noticed this like if it's like timed <laughs> right. that means that like Zeke's cousin figured it out and like years ago whole, whenever yeah. he went who knows when he went so no one's figured this out the last like in these last couple of right years it's that, like, that happened come Nobody? on and it's like I mean you weren't every... on strike this whole time <laughs> like no docents figured this out <laughs> I can't, no, no. I can't. Or they like like it, so they I, just leave sure. it. <laughs> okay. So then um Gene's like, wow, your cousin's really into this. <laughs> that he would sit there and time it or something. Um <laughs> and he and then the other funny thing. So Gene is also kind of irking me, like Tina. Okay. Because he says, I never heard of anyone having a boob fetish. Really? Oh, yeah, like, come on, Gene. Like, you're an 11 year old, whatever boy. Like, <laughs> whatever. A, a boob fetish. But then he's been talking about Sans. So, anyway, he's not really understanding where Zeke's coming from, even though Gene has a lot of interests. Yeah. Maybe, you know, that he could you know, come together on. Right. And, like, that's and, what all like, four understand. of these people can do. Yeah. So, and... it's like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. we were getting these same, like, lessons in both of these partner yes. stories. So, it's kind of funny. Um,. <laughs> So then, uh, like, Henry and Tina kind of, like, let each other know that they're both trying to, like, make them not be dorky. Right. I think this is when they both start to find s- out. I think somebody actually walks by and she goes, she calls them, she says dork. Yeah. And so Tina goes, I know. And Henry goes, I know. And I think that lets them they're both like, wait, know. They're what? like, wait, you think I'm a dork? You think I'm a dork? So yeah. then they are going to go around and try to see who is the dorkiest person by basically asking all of their kids. Yeah. Vote by, dork by vote. I guess. (laughs) Um, Okay, so flash back to Linda still outside with the strikers. Make our paycheck more colossal oral poop on all the fossils. Oh, that's so good. (laughs) It's so funny. And it has everything to do with being in a museum. It's so good. As soon as she finishes that one, Edith walks by and just (laughs) goes, rude, rude. (laughs) So at least Edith is like full opportunity, like telling Bobby's rude. Telling Linda she's rude. She's Pretty. just going to say what she sees. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now we're back to the Amazon room. Yep. Louise asked Bob what would be his fun jungle idea because the stilts were her fun jungle idea. Right. Yep. And they're done so with everyone that. everyone gets a fun jungle idea. <laughs> All right. So it's not over just yet. No. <laughs> so. And so they kind of go back and forth and she's kind of egging him on by using what would Warren Fitzgerald yes, do his old buddy from yeah. school like he wouldn't wuss out and no yeah and so Bob just like goes fine I, I want to go do that and he points up and there's this like platform like levels of stairs yeah, yeah attached to the wall so it's kind of like a lookout mm-hmm. it's 
yeah, it's like a lookout platform that you can go up really high up yeah. and look out over all of like the Amazon room. But they don't have, I don't think they have it set up where you can like get from the ground up to like the first Right, platform. there's no ladder or no stairs or anything yet. So Bob like moves a cart that has like a trunk of a tree. Yeah. And he lifts that trunk up and like puts it there. So then they like can start climbing. Yeah, they the tree use it as a ladder. Louise is like, yeah. She's like, like good. whoa, this yeah. is great. Good job, Dad. And so they're very excited. So Louise climbs up first, mm-hmm. then Bob after her and Rudy after him. Mm-hmm. But Rudy already listen. I'm I'm a kid with asthma. <laughs> so this next part if you're a kid with asthma, it's gonna trigger some anxiety. Okay, <laughs> because like Rudy, instantly yes, Rudy is wheezing already. Okay, he's wheezing, and it's <laughs> I can tell he's can breathing tell. heavy. Okay, so then we swap to the. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. worried. I'm worried about Rudy. <laughs> So we moved to the other exhibits, and yeah. they've made it to the Sands of Exotic Lands, oh. and Gina's super excited. She's so excited. Um, Tina and Henry are still going around and asking, mm-hmm. like, who's the dork? And they're like, Tina is, or Henry is. Yeah, there's, and, like, they always ask two people whenever, yeah. and one of them always says Henry, and one of them always says Tina. So we're pretty much tied, tied at this So point. they go up to Madeline mm-hmm. um, and says, you know, who's the dorkiest? <laughs> and she's like, don't use labels, like. That leads to hurt feelings. And then Henry goes, don't ask a dork to judge a dork contest. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so true. So then we flash back to Amazon. And Louise is winning the climbing race. um, But Bob actually drops it. She used to call him daddy until she was eight. Oh, yeah. So they had already gotten onto the platform. Right. And Bob. Okay. So Bob, he's way ahead of Rudy and he so before Rudy even gets up to the platform he goes let's race to the top so him and Louise take off and Rudy's like oh and then Louise says and the winner gets to spit on all the others that don't win (laughs) And, and Rudy goes Okay, but as long as I can be involved, like he's Poor fine Rudy. as long as he's just having fun with them. Poor Rudy. And but he's wheezing. He's not doing well. Yeah. And Bob, this is when I'm like, he is not being a good chaperone. He's no. in way over his head, and he's not listening to Rudy at all. He doesn't know what to do. It's no. really freaking me out. So Linda, so then we come back out. Yeah. To Linda, where she starts chanting. Um, like faster to pick up the pace. Oh yeah. Um, she actually ends the chant with dropping her pants and picking them back up. Yeah. And drop your the, pants, pick them back up. And the one lady's like, I don't want to do that. No, no, <laughs> we're not doing that. And then Linda's just like, well, but why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? What do you think? No one wants to drop their pants in public. Oh boy. <laughs> so then we go back to Amazon. Yep. Um. Louise makes it to the top. Well, Bob's even, like, panting. He's getting up the stairs. Him and Louise, we don't actually even see who, like, crosses the threshold first. But they both go up. They make it to the top level. And they get to the railing. And Louise is like, you know what? I am going to spit. So she does. She (laughs) She does spit. Yeah. Down below. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're both, they have, like, a moment. It's so nice. She's like, we need, they should do this again sometime. When he's old and in a home, she'll close the restaurant and come spring him. What? 
Tina and Jean's are the ones that put him there. She didn't want to do that. <laughs> right. She didn't do that. But Bob was actually saying, what about her owning the restaurant? He's and super touched. He's so, so excited yeah, that she said he's that. He's like, oh, you're going to run the restaurant? She's like, no. No. And then he goes, admit it. You look up to me. <laughs> and then she's like, no. Oh, you're ruining our perfect day. <laughs> So then the guard actually comes by at that moment and moves the tree that they used to climb up. So now there's that gap between the last platform and the ground. And the ground. So they can't get down. And meanwhile, okay, Rudy has made it up. Finally makes it up. (laughs) But he is fighting for his life. And he is wheezing so badly that he can't even get words out. So he's like, fun hurts my lungs. (laughs) We find out that he is actually an asthmatic. Yes. And needs his inhaler every two hours or he'll die. Yeah, but he's sick of that thing. Everyone's (laughs) sick of their inhaler, Rudy. Everyone that needs it is sick of it, okay? (laughs) But you need it. (laughs) So then, you know, Bob asks, where's your inhaler? And he's like, in my backpack. (laughs) (laughs) It's ridiculous. Which Louise says she made him ditch. Uh Oh, yeah. She made him ditch it. And now Bob's starting to panic. So we cut to like a commercial break. And then we come back. And Bob is carrying Rudy down the stairs. Right. And like his breathing is getting worse. Right. Even though he's not doing anything. They come to the last platform. And Bob puts Rudy down. And Mm -hmm. he talks about, I think, mouth to mouth or something. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to do CPR. And Rudy's like, no, No, thank thank you. you. Also, CPR will not help in this situation, Bob. Like, the more air you push into those lungs, like, it's not going to help. help. It's, oh my gosh. This is just, oh, I feel Rudy in this moment. This is like, he cannot breathe. He's hurting. So then Bob, like, looks at and realizes there's a rope that goes from the platform down. So he takes his vest. Yep, off. Puts it on the rope and like zip lines down. Yes. And then he kind of like, the vest comes apart. As it's like come- shredding. Yeah. <laughs> as he's, as he's zipping down. And so finally at like, once he gets a little closer to the ground, it just rips apart. And he just like falls. <laughs> yeah. And Louise is like, oh no. Yeah, but then he like comes out. up and he's fine. And she thinks it's like the <laughs> most heroic thing that he's ever done, which is yep. great. Which it, it is. I mean, that was kind of crazy. Okay. But yeah. also, there's a kid dying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you better do everything you can. So then we find uh, Gene is mm-hmm. rubbing his hands in the sand. Yeah, he's having the best time. He's like, I'm so glad we're done with boobs. But then yeah. he actually ends up making a pair of them in the sand, Aww. which Zeke, like, fully points out. Yeah, he's Zeke like, is You're like, you're never done with boobs, my brother. Like, he's... He's like, you made a nice set right there. (laughs) And he has. He has. So then Tina and Henry decide, you know, they're actually both dorks in their own way. Yeah. Like, she's a dork for horses. Yeah. He's a dork for graphic novels. And Yeah. And her fan fiction. Jimmy's a dork for dancing. Yeah. And Zeke's a dork for boobies. Right. And, like, Andy and Ollie are dorks for each other. And Madeline is a dork for bottom bargain chardonnay Chardonnay and guidance counselor. Being asked out by a cute guidance counselor. And then he goes, I'm a dork for getting on the bus on time and leaves, which I'm like, how dorky. Of course he would do that. And then Madeline is like, oh, he didn't. But then he comes back. Here's my card. He's like, call me. Call me. Oh, okay. Oh, But but if my mom picks up, hang up. Oh. Oh. That's, that's not very 
So we know front. Madeline's got. Right. It's yeah. It's a little yeah. It's a battle. Like, does she call him or is it too lame? Who knows. <laughs> So then Linda is out chanting by herself. Right. Boys are from Mars. Girls are from Venus. I've got a yum, yum, yum you've got, got a penis. penis. <laughs> and all the other strikers are like sitting on the steps <laughs> behind her, not striking with her. No. And then finally the one guy, he comes back up we and voted. he's like, we don't want you here you anymore. Need to leave. You need to go. So Bob and the kids make it to the backpack and get to the inhaler and Rudy eventually comes around and he is okay. Oh my gosh. But it was funny because Bob, Louise tossed him the inhaler right from the backpack. I'm surprised they could find it though because he kind of tossed it and just with with reckless abandon. And I don't know if I would have been able to find it, but I'm glad they did. So Louise tosses Bob the inhaler. He's holding like this dying Rudy. And he's like, let me read the instructions on here for how many puffs to give him. And Louise says, what, do you want him to breathe too well? (laughs) She's just like, give him the puffs. But yes. So what is the true, like, is there a right way or a wrong way? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it depends on your inhaler. It depends on your... So what was yours? Um, I had a buterol inhaler. Yes, I had two two puffs. And honestly, it made my heart race. Oh my gosh. And I mean I'd have to, I'd get the jitters when I when I did it. And oh so it's kind of I mean it's like something different's happening like you aren't able to breathe but then all of a sudden you're able to breathe and like you get the shakes. <laughs> oh my so goodness. it's that's terrifying. I don't know. And mine was exercise induced which I've like since grown out of. So I just stopped exercising. <laughs> but yeah, for, I grew out of it by not exercising anymore. <laughs> I, just, I just don't move my body. Honestly. <laughs> it's much easier. Yeah, but I'm I, glad you grew out of it. Yeah, I, I yeah, I'm glad yeah. I did too. I don't really have to look at it anymore. That's awesome. But I do carry yeah. one just in case because yeah. if you anything ever happens, you want it. You never you. know. And a lot of people think like when they grow up or whatever. They um, have they're having an asthma attack, but they think it's something different, like a heart attack or something, oh. or like an allergy. Mm-hmm. And so they'll they'll stab with the epipen, but really they need their inhaler or so. I don't know. Oh so goodness. I'm always yeah. nervous about like, okay, just don't be without that stupid thing. Right. And yeah, you okay. feel attached. But Rudy, I mean, two out every two hours or you'll die. That's that's, that's pretty intense. Yeah. yeah. And I know some people like have to take steroid inhalers for the rest of their life wow. or whatever. So that's okay. like that. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. So then the guard, of course, catches them, and they run outside the same time as the protesters chase Linda away, and that actually leads to my favorite quote. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Love it. But Um, it's funny they're running at the same time, and they catch up with everybody, (laughs) and then, like, they cross paths and just go their separate ways. (laughs) Uh, Bob gets the kids on the bus. Yep. um, And I absolutely love this, like... This is like my favorite because he hands Miss. He's like, oh, and here's your vest. And Mister Fraud just like flings the clipboard and pen. And he's like, ah, what did you do? Yeah, what did you do like to my vest? Shreds. Yeah, it's in shreds. It's His ridiculous. face is just like, <laughs> this is the That's worst thing favorite. that could have happened to me. But yeah. I'm like, if you knew anything of what just happened, <laughs> you know? this would have been the least your worst. <laughs> and it was he's funny like, too. Ah. Like I right as it. Bob and the kids come up to the butt, or like 
Bob and Louise and Rudy come up to the bus. Frond is going, I'm missing too. And, he's and like, then here they are. Here they are, quickly. So Frond has no idea about what happened. So Bob really got by by the skin of his teeth on yeah. that one. <laughs> and I just love how Frond is just like so offended by the bus. Right, exactly. Um, so then Bob, go, Bob, you know, walks down the aisle after Louise and Rudy is mm-hmm. like, Gina, T, did you have fun? Yeah. Like, Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, good. <laughs> and then he sits with Louise and Rudy and, you know, yeah. Bob and Louise have a little cute oh, little just like bonding yeah, again. Yeah, she calls him daddy. Yeah. Then so she leans sweet. on Bob and then like pretty soon like Rudy, Rudy leans, leans on her. <laughs> so cute. It's They're gonna so be cute. best friends forever. They've really gone through something. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's so nice. And then our closing credit sequence um is just the standard in the kitchen but yeah. we do have a mashup of linda's chants oh which we will insert she's saying wiener i think so wiener 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 wang boys are from mars girls are from venus i've got a yum yum you've got a penis all right. Oh my so gosh. That was really, really good. Really fun. Um, okay. So we have no episode parodies. No. I put none. And Sydney, where do you have Gail this episode? I have that she was thinking of heading to the museum to see if they have any cat exhibits. Ooh. But as soon as she saw that giant rat, she was like, nope. Yeah. And noped out of there. Why do you think they had a giant rat? You think they were calling, like, the establishment of the oh, museum rats? Rat. Oh, yeah. okay. That's okay. what I'm thinking I was anyway. just kind of like, where is this giant rat supposed yep. to fit into the equation? Anyway. <laughs> All right. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Um, okay. So, <laughs> since, <What about> you? <laughs> since Gail um, kind of botched taking the girls to the concert um. last episode... I said that she was going to come over and do lunch with Linda since she was kind of by herself that day. And then she was going to wait. They were just going to hang out until the kids got home from the field trip. And then she was going to take the girls to get ice cream to kind of make up for the concert. Okay. Um, Nothing would make up for a concert, but still. So when she, but when she got to the restaurant, the door was locked because Linda had already headed off to the museum and forgot to call Gail. Um, (laughs) And so she wrote a very long note and taped it to the door so that everybody would know that she was there. Where were they? Right. You know, um, but it blew away. Of course. So... You know, they'll never find out Aww, that Gail was there to take the ice Gail. cream. I know. So sad. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right. So my first favorite quote was in the beginning when after Louise says, you know, I'm already bored. Oh, yeah. Um, And Bob says, hey, sometimes good things come from boredom. Like Jean. Oh. And Jean goes, thank you. And Bob's like, and Tina. And oh, Tina's no. like, oh. Oh, fist bump. <laughs> oh, Bob. Don't do that. No. Yuck. How about you, Erin? All right, so my favorite first quote was mm-hmm. at the very start when Bob and Linda were kind of going back and forth about the chaperoning situation, oh, okay. and he said, oh, now we're even, and she, and Linda goes back and says, well, I've been a pair of volunteer for eight years, and this is the first time you're doing it, but yeah, fine, we're even. <laughs> so so good. Ridiculous, Bob. Ridiculous. Um, and I, next one for you. I say my second quote is when Madeline is talking about the protests and everything, and she says it hasn't affected much. Yeah, we still have all the exhibits, all the fun, just one eighth of the staff. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Like, super nervous laughter. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Oh my gosh. 
Um, okay, same same situation. So we're still in the kitchen from the morning. Okay. And Gene enters the kitchen and he goes, start your story over. I just got here. You know what? I'm going to start using that, honestly. <laughs> I know. That I should be like, on the that's shirt. That's so good. It's that so funny. really good. Start your story over. I just got here. It's oh like so amazing. <laughs> so then the next one is when they're at the museum and Louise sees the Amazon exhibit mm-hmm. and she's like, Amazon? Yes, ma'am. Oh, so good. I know. I say <laughs> I do. I say that a lot, too. Well, I think because, you know, whenever I order on Amazon, oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, Amazon. Yes, yes Amazon. <laughs> Same. Yeah. I mean, I don't order anything from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. All right. Uh, my next quote is from, I, I pulled from the very beginning and the very end, apparently. Okay. So now we jump to when... Uh, Rudy, Louise, and Bob are all sitting in the bus after, um, like, after the field trip's over. And Bob leans over to Louise, and he's like, you do realize you almost just killed Rudy, right? (laughs) And Rudy's like, I've tasted life, and I'm hungry for more. And Louise says, almost dying is the best part of living. I call it almost live dying. (laughs) So good. good. Live dying. (laughs) Yeah. She did feel bad for like a nanosecond, but yeah. then once everything's fine, she was like, listen, I'm the best thing that's happened to that kid. I love it. <laughs> um, so my next one is when Bob does find them in the Amazon room. Yep. And Bob says, Louise, come out of the plants. And Louise says, who's Louise? I'm just a talking plant. My name is Leafy Greenbrier. <laughs> and Rudy's just like, and I'm Kate Bush. <laughs> Oh, God. I laughed so hard. Oh, my gosh. So, so good. the very first time I watched this episode, yeah. I thought he made up that name. I think did I did, too. did not realize it's a singer. It's a she's sing- a singer. She's a singer, and she's really good. She has, like, a very popular song that we probably know from Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. And um, just it, recently it blew up. Yeah. And so now we probably know Kate Bush more than we ever have. So good job, Rudy. Good job, Rudy. You knew about <laughs> you Kate, knew Bush Kate Bush before already. she was cool. <laughs> but I loved it so much when she he's just like, and I'm Kate Bush. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. I totally thought he made it up. Yeah. <laughs> um... Too good. And then I do have one more. I don't know if you have, like, quote, um, quote, or... I've just... I said the, my last of the favorite quotes were all of Linda's epic chants. Yeah. Which I think we've already gone through, but... Give us more money, damn it, or we'll shave the woolly mammoth. Give us longer breaks for snacks, or we'll burn the artifacts. <laughs> and make our paychecks more colossal. Or we'll poop on all the fossils. I can't believe they have fossils, quite honestly. That's kind of wild. It is. I mean, when they walked in, there was like a giant like mm-hmm. dinosaur fossil. I guess, yeah, that is fossil, isn't Oh, it? yeah. I just think <laughs> Sydney's bones. Sydney's like fossils. What I think dinosaur about? bones <laughs> instead of like actual fossils. Right, right. So then our la- my last one is yeah. when Bob... Rudy and, like, Bob's carrying Rudy, Uh and Louise is running with him. Right. And they all get down the stairs, and they're running. They meet up with Linda. They meet up with Linda, and Bob says, did you come to surprise us when you got caught up in the chanting? Linda, yep. Did Louise (laughs) get you in trouble with security? Bob, yep. See you at home? Yep. And then they cross paths and (laughs) run. It was so good. That was such a good moment, because it was like, Bob called it. He knew that she would get caught up in the chanting if she was there. She showed up and actually did get caught up in the chanting. Yep. And then she knew what was exactly going to happen to Bob that day. Yeah. That Louise was going to get him in trouble. So good. So good. Oh, my gosh. The connection of married people. Yep. It's so good. So good. 
All right, Erin, what did you rate? <gasps> okay, this one was so hard for me. Okay, so listen. Really? Okay. These, these last two episodes of the season, mm-hmm. I had easily given a five out of five in my head way before. Mm-hmm. I think when I saw Topsy, I knew that the rest of the season was going to parallel Topsy. Yeah. And that was hard for me to to hold on to. <laughs> so. This is coming up to a butt, though. I know. Okay, so with Topsy and then with Boys for Now. Yeah. And I think in the, the order that we watched them in, not, not, or the groupings that we watched them in. So yeah. Boys for Now, right? And then compared to this one, I was like, I had anxiety over Rudy. Aw. Because of the wheezes. And what was, yeah, I think it was just him. And then, okay, and then Tina and Jean kind of being judgy yeah. doobies. I was like, listen, guys, yeah. we're all going to learn a great lesson at the end of this. But it's going to make me, like, not really like you during the episode. Yeah. So for that and that reason alone, I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Okay. I get 4.5 out of 5 genies in a bottle. I like it. I, like <laughs> I do it. love the genies in a bottle. But high points, Linda's chanting, Zeke's booby checklist, Zeke and Jean together just in general, Tina and yeah. Henry together in general, amazing. But yeah, it had a 5 out of 5 until I saw Boys for Now. Okay. Again. And I was yeah. like, wow. That was like out of this world. They had so many songs. So many. So we're close. Okay. We're close to perfect. I gave it five out of five inhalers. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Do it. Do it. Do it. Because it does deserve it. It's really good. Yeah. But yeah, just give me a little bit of uh, creepy qualies. Creepy qualies. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. All right. You like what you like. Well, thanks, everybody. (laughs) Exactly. I'm a dork for, I don't know. Topsy. Yeah. Topsy. Yes. Topsy. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for reheating this episode of Bob's Burgers with us. We're just two friends talking about our favorite show, and we really appreciate you listening. If you're having fun and enjoying the pod, remember to subscribe and rate on your favorite podcast platform and follow us on Instagram at Bob's Burgers Reheated and share us with any other Bob's fans in your lives. Thanks again, and come back to get reheated with us for the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. Shake your hips. Wiggle your butt. Drop your pants. Pick them back up!